$405 and Libby. $410. Let yourself go. Tuesday nights on ABC. Friday night videos on Channel 13 and Q95. Screen Cinema, the made-for-TV movie podcast covering TV movies, uh, specials, sometimes maybe episodes and miniseries. You know, we're playing it by ear, and uh, what are you know what are the rules if not to be broken? So. Well, we're switching it up today, yeah. actually. Uh, yeah, today's a, well, it's a little bit. Yeah, these are no, it's definitely a switch up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was less of a switch-up than I thought, because I thought these were actually longer than they are, but before uh, we do what we normally do, which is ramble about something before we introduce it, let's just go ahead and introduce it. Today, we are coming at you with a bunch of after-school specials and um, of this sort, you know, cautionary tales. Yeah, uh, all, on all different channels. Yeah. Like, the first one, is, the first one is, is an epic one, only because of its reputation, especially from, like, books like Destroy All Movies, mm-hmm. which actually focused on it, because it's one that I had seen like years ago, and I forgot all about it, and then finally my, my renewed interest was from the book, mm-hmm. and then, you know, which is The Day My Kid Went Punk, yeah, which oh, from 1987, which it definitely feels like an over 50-year-old guy wrote and directed this film. You, it, you're so off, though. An Italian woman wrote this film. Wrote oh, this oh right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Fern, right. Fernfield is a woman. And she only wrote uh, just two things two, ever. After two three, three things ever. Um, she was more of a producer. She was, but she wasn't even, like, I don't even think she produced a ton. No, just, um, like, Maud and uh, Monk. Mm-hmm. Which Monk I actually liked, but and Maud's good, too. But, yeah. Okay, actually, she produced 21, so she produced more. But, yeah, she only really wrote, like, two or three things, so... Uh, it's, I just thought it was funny, yeah. She just... Yeah, she was 53. Oh, was she... She was... Yeah, yeah, Milan, Italy. Yeah, that's uh, correct. Yeah, well, you know. So, yeah, but she, you were right on the years, so you know, she was... Yeah, that I'm right on. Yeah. I just thought it was a guy for some... I don't know why Fern... I, Fern is a weird name either way. It's, it's Fern a weird, Field. Fern... That's not her real... That it can't be real. No. If she's from Italy, unless, unless, unless her parents are not Italian, like, Fern Field is not an Italian name. Um, yeah. So, uh, maybe she was just born in Italy. Maybe she was, uh, yeah. like, an army brat. Yeah, true. Could be, but... Either way. Nonetheless, we digress. Um, Is there anything on your mind? I mean, we don't have a lot to talk. I mean, like, I guess we should... What is your... Oh, yeah, yeah. I should ask you, what is your um, relation to after-school specials? Did you watch them in school a lot? We watched a few, not many. Like, Once in a Blue Moon, they... I think I'm more of the generation that that would watch a lot of these in school. I don't know. I mean, 
trust me, like, in school, it was always exciting when it would be like, oh, the teacher doesn't want to teach anyone, let's let's put a video on. Or an assembly, say something happened, like the AIDS scare, or whatever, they'd put on one of those, or like, you know, so, so, something, you know, like, we're running the gamut of, yeah. of ideas, of like, teen, mm-hmm. you know, like, worries. But, yeah, I mean, I watched them, but then I watched them when they were on, on TV. Like, I would actually come home and just flip it on like watch with my parents and they would never know how to talk to me about the ideas like I would actually have more ideas like uh yeah you gotta talk to someone at school about that yeah. I'm like oh thanks okay I'll, I'll, I'll do that yeah cause I remember they were really popular in in showing I think cause a lot of these you know the after school special ABC after school special which is when my day my kid my punk was on ran from like seven, the 70s until 97. 97 so I mean in 97 I was what nine? Wow. Yeah, I was seventeen. Nine. Yeah, I was seven, yeah, eight. So I'm a little young, you know. It's no, like a little young. Age bracket, but um, I was nine. So like, you know, we're seeing these, and then like, you know, they're taping them or something, and then you're show- re-showing. Right. So I I saw a lot of these after at, quote unquote after school specials actually in school, um, and I remember yeah, a liar. few of like <laughs> yeah, exactly. a few of like the 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 sexual molestation ones for some yeah, reason were th- super popular. That was very popular. Yeah. And which one? Odd, we, which yeah. is one we were actually going to cover but we couldn't actually find a copy of it yeah these are um well if we, we have to get it we have to go into these dvd I, I think i might just buy some of these dvd sets yeah, the thing cheap. is um what, what, what the constant thing is is this stuff available actually a lot of abc specials are available except it looks like they stopped running the dvds at 86 and today's Today's episode is eighty-seven, right. so uh, it's available on YouTube in a few different forms. Uh, one is one is like incomplete by like thirty seconds, but yeah, it has which, like a bunch of Nickelodeon commercials. I on, know, which was fun. Yeah, um, watch then, this show coming yeah. up on Nickelodeon. Yeah, <laughs> like, whoa, okay. and then um, see the CBS um, after school breaks, right. which is uh, what our third uh, one will be from. Has yeah. never been put on DVD, and At then all, HBO yeah. Life Stories Family like Crisis. Right? Yeah, I think it was two two years we'll, we'll get to it in, uh, when we have our notes out for uh, when we discuss it um, was also never put on DVD which doesn't yeah. surprise me H- HBO's HBO is very weird with is, that stuff yeah sometimes weird with some other properties yeah I don't even think they're on uh, HBO go no they're not like, they're not forget about they're definitely not because I would I would have watched mm-hmm. it on there yeah, yeah. so but all, good news is everything is available on YouTube um, we watch yeah. it's all it's all really easily and hopefully you know if, if more of you guys watch it maybe is more if there's more key interest if people go out there and write their own stuff on it like you know like I'm not saying this is like this is probably like some of the last stuff that I think needs to be on DVD that we might cover right but it's still I think I still think it's an important element of uh, like, like our cultural kind of fabric um, to yeah. see that these were so popular for so long yeah because arguably I, I would say that the after school special was just completely en- enveloped into uh, just regular TV yeah I mean the, the concept grassy. Yeah, is like uh, is like a basic after school special. Every episode is, Almost, or, yeah. or even like stuff like Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. A lot of those episodes are like after school specials. I just because you is, mentioned it, I, I, have I to had say. to because I keep looking at well, Ben Savage. We, we talked about it's it's, it's <laughs> an ongoing thing now, but it's funny because now I can't get away from it. Yeah. Last night I recorded an episode of Good Movies for Bad People. Did you know that that uh, Mr. Matthews is uh, the you know how there's the brother sister. 
the brother is Mr. Matthews, the father in Boy Meets World. Wait, really? Yeah, Jacob mentioned that to me yesterday, and it fucking blew my mind, because I was like, how did I not know that? Like, that's just, that's someone I hold dear to my heart. Wow. Uh, yeah, he is that role, and I looked it up. It's totally, and it just, like, it, I, I stopped from being dead in my tracks while we are talking about uh, Holy uh, crap. Actually, you know what? Fuck. I think we talked about it in the introduction, which got lost. Uh, so I think oh, it won't even be on the episode. It won't be on, but it's here. Uh, but it's here. I think we talk about it a little during the actual review, but uh, it, when I was actually like seriously like floored by it, um, it was I think during the introduction, which sucks. Uh, but just that was a complete random side note. But yeah, things like Boy Meets World. Yeah. Uh, to, I don't really watch a ton of new uh, kids shows. No, but, but I think they do. Yeah, certain they, sometimes, they but, not, but not as much. But not as much because it's kind of like the the very spe- you know like on a very special episode of yeah. that kind of like died too because I guess. They don't really advertise it, at least now. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm used yeah. to when they would say, on a very special episode of Mr. Belvedere, yeah. like, Wesley gets raped. It's like, what? No, no, don't Wesley. There's that Different Strokes episode, the famous Different Strokes oh, with episode. Oh, with the wine and, yeah. and the bicycle very, very guy, scary. which ruined very that guy's scary. career. Did it ruin, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, he, he couldn't get any jobs. Hey, he's um, old by that point. Yeah, but it's sad. He's an actor, yeah. and, like, they think he's really More like that. I know. People Come on. Are, people are weird. Well, like, Hollywood. He's an actor. People still like that today. Yeah. I mean, people associate people with roles, and then you know they never, they never, they never move on from it. No. But yeah, I mean, I think that you know these. I think that the place. I also think that in an internetless society, these are important. And now that literally the internet is out there, it's like, do people people? I just can't see them. You know, it's the same thing. Reason why like Schoolhouse Rock or whatever. Oh yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. No, I mean, and, and the thing is also like after school special, like kids don't run home anymore to watch cartoons as much like like the, the, the whole after school cartoon lineups with cable and, and the internet and Netflix and all that stuff has kind of killed that like you can watch yeah. it any time now mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't have to be like me growing up I had to run home I got out of school like 2.45 I got home by 3 o'clock mm-hmm. to watch like stuff like you know Animaniacs and DuckTales and all that mm-hmm. stuff because I knew I had to watch it yeah you know my mom would say okay but by 5 o'clock then you can start doing your homework mm-hmm. and sometimes you know I would do it while I was watching the show, yeah. so I could like, you know, oh look, I'm finished even beforehand. But it it's kind of dead, and that's and that's kind of like it's kind you know of what, sad. You know what actually serves as almost the uh, the after school specials of our time is Veggie Tales. I guess you could say like stuff <laughs> like Christian, but Christian, but yeah. but you know. But that's like the closest thing I can think of to something that is dedicated purely to to spreading a message. I mean, Dora the Explorer in a certain way, it's not really spreading a message, but it's clearly to um, educate. Well, yeah, I mean, like because now. You know, but these were all taking on like serious yeah. social social issues. Maybe we need after school specials back. Maybe I that's d- why. I, maybe that's why our kids are yeah, crazy. Like on this after very special after school special, don't vote for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or like let, let's bring it small, like small scale. I can't vote for Trump anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, I know that's a joke. <laughs> but no, but but it's true though. Like that, it's kind of like missing. But like again. If you played, especially this trio, especially probably the first two we're going to talk about, will be very comical to kids today. Oh, like, yeah. Really? All three of these would. Um, yeah. Surprisingly, the one with the most comical name is is the, maybe the most serious of them all. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you want to take this time now to take a break and then come back sure. with our first one? You got oh, it. Perfect.
So yeah. So you wanted to, like you want me to just read the synopsis for this one? Yeah, but, I mean it's it's even though it's simple. <laughs> even though it's written by someone that I don't think English is their first language. <laughs> Um, might be, it might, it might, might have been Fern Field that wrote, no, I don't know, but I'll just read it. A teen decides to make, to basically become more noticed from the rest of his family and the crowd by becoming a punk rocker. Or a punker. A punker, as, as they keep the, saying. They keep I'm saying a punker. This, yeah. Which no self-respecting punk, punk would ever call himself a No, punker. I never said I was a punker. No, I still would never say that. No, it's terrible. Um. But, um, Jay Underwood, who... I knew as the Human Torch from the Roger Corman-produced mm-hmm. Fantastic Four movie, which I will go on record and say is actually probably the best Fantastic Four movie, considering... Stiff competition. Very stiff competition. <laughs> I mean, he's actually a really pretty good Human Torch, but... Um, I'm trying to think even how to go into this one. I, I think we should... We should has a reputation. A back. Yeah, well... Do you want to, want to go into the context first or just kind of talk about, like, I guess, the narrative? First? I mean, well, I mean, hell, we can even just go into, like, history of, like, even with you and I. Like, I don't know, like, you growing up and myself growing up. I couldn't with be music. farther. Yeah, I couldn't be farther from the narrative. I mean, right. I, I do, I will have to say that as much as I wanted to completely engage in this film in an ironic yeah. way, there are moments of it that I recognize. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, there are some, you know, but Good my moments. Parents, my, my, I, I came from a really supportive family, and I, and because I actually was somewhat, I guess, in a way, like, I wasn't as much of a poser as this, as this guy was. Oh, no. It, um, yeah, he, beca- <laughs> he becomes very, like, clown-like. Well, like, he, he becomes punk just to stand out. And then he, co- he he is maybe an appreciation for it at the end, yeah. which I can, I can, you know, which is actually a little bit earnest because everyone is, like, everyone's a fake uh, at first. I mean, I oh, was a total fake. I'm we, buying, we all are, yeah. Fucking... Skateboarding is not a crime T-shirts when oh, I was thirteen and oh. I didn't fucking skateboard. Oh my uh, god, uh, I remember those. Yeah. yeah. So you know we're all a little bit fake at first. So there's there's a little bit of an earnesty to it, but most of us aren't fake when we're about to go to college. Like by that point, we've kind of found ourselves. So it's like a weird like late life like. Well, with him, crisis. I guess because he, you know, the whole idea he's the middle child, he's the and, middle he, child. and he feels he's ignored. Which, and he's, but he's extremely well adjusted, very well classically adjust- trained musician, violinist. Yeah. But he's a, he wants to he wants to stand out. Want to stand out, which is very understandable. And of course, you know he's going away to become a, a counselor over the summer mm-hmm. at this like ritzy hotel yeah. type place. I guess it is true. A lot of people do change a lot in the first year of like college. Yeah, first year or last year of high school. Yeah. It actually is true. It, mm-hmm. It's actually more. Now that I think of, I was. I think I was yeah. a little more adjusted because like I, I had found. I think I had the luxury of, of pretty pretty comfortable with who I was mm. by the time I went into college. But now that I think about the people I went to college with, a lot of them were like desperate Jump. to like. Ide- I need to, to like, become this, and okay. it's like. Which, that's the only time you can. A lot of times, especially like fucking dressed up as a pirate. In my, in my really, you had a pirate. I had a pirate. Yes. Oh my god, what is it? Dodgeball. Like, but like Jack Sparrow, like total Jack Sparrow, oh like the god. most lame version that you could be. Yeah, I'm, I'm the Disney version of a pirate. You know, no, no, no um, ugh, that's terrible. Who, yeah. Who? I, okay, that that he's hurt. probably kicking himself in the ass at this point. Or maybe so still a pirate. Bad. I don't think so. Oh, I think so he, he was actually not even a pirate by the end of college. Did he actually go and go? Uh, no, he oh, didn't. Okay. Character, but he like, just kind of dressed. Wor- that's the almost role. worse. Yeah, he's just like, dressed. Just, he dressed like a sleaze bag then. Yeah, he basically just like you know like at least commit. Like, I, did he have puffy shirts? Oh, of course. Oh, amazing. Yeah. That, that, well, at least he went 
that far with it. Yeah, no, no. He went 100% on the look, but, like, lacked the attitude that I need. From a, from a, a present-day pirate. Yeah. See, see, he, he wasn't um, Somalian or anything like that. that. That's a true pirate nowadays. <laughs> I am the captain now. But, uh... <laughs> let's, let's stay away from all Somalian accents. <laughs> uh, captain Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's not that good. I didn't see it. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're not missing much. But, yeah, so... Growing up, you know, I was that I that kid. F- I'm sorry, I can't yeah. believe that people are sawing at right? 10:30 at night. Turn 36 at night. What yeah. are they doing? Jesus, I'm so sorry about this. Audio unless they're sawing some kid right now. I, I guarantee they're working on the thing. No, no one gives a fuck in this neighborhood. No, they're well, working. They're working on an apartment next door. Of course, they've been working on it for like eight months, uh, or like maybe three years. I don't know. I was convinced that this place was like a like a dungeon to keep people in because like it, no one's ever there except for like randomly, and they like take women out. Like it was like to the point where I was like, I almost was like about ready to call it. What is saw? I've never heard any like noise. Like if I, it was like I've always been on edge to like if I hear like any, a scream, like, scream or anything, I'm fucking like, calling. Like, calling someone right away because I've always been ske- 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 like totally sketched out. By yeah, the place. he's got Jigsaw next next door. Like, would you like to play a game? But um, would not. No, I would not please. But um, uh, but yeah, like so, I grew up as like a like because of course, like you said, poser esque. But like I I love punk and metal music yeah. that was like my thing like i love but i also loved every type of music but i would dress up like with awfulness um jenko jeans okay this is that that was like i wore jenkos in like sixth grade yes well see that's the thing yeah when you weren't like i it means yeah, jenkos were cool when i was younger so i got to do my jenko face at a less right. embarrassing age. no exactly <laughs> how, how bad are jenko jeans when a bunch of kids are trying to beat you up and you're trying to run with thirty like thirty six inch friggin' uh, th- and you keep tripping over your or jeans. Or any day it rains and you're just oh, the, ba- the oh, bottom oh, half of your so, jeans were just so yeah, awful jeans. <laughs> I think that's actually why I have like a, such an adverse. Uh, I can't wear loose jeans no, at all. Me, and I think it's because no. I fucked myself up by wearing those yeah, stupid Yeah, these little loosest jeans, jeans I have. Like, I wear, like, I mean, people who know me, like, I wear, like, real tight jeans, but, like... Yeah, you know. Uh, but it's just, like, it's, like, a comfort blanket or something. Like, I, like, <laughs> no. scarred myself emotionally by, like, embarrassing jeans. Yeah, wearing parachute pants. <laughs> yeah. UFO pants. Remember those? Ugh. Yeah, oh, God. I had one pair of those that I, I never bought, wore and I never UFO, UFO pants, luckily. I wore them once, and I'm like, yeah. I'm not a raver. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> but, all those unnecessary <laughs> Straps? Oh, straps! Yeah, what do, you do with them. I, like I wore, like I, I like wore bondage pants. Like I so did like I. A punk, but like there were like a few of them, but they weren't like too many. It's like it was like, so more stupid. aesthetic. Yeah, it was absolutely. aesthetic, but 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 yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't as dumb as that. Yeah, but yeah, Jenko jeans. And like you know, Marilyn Manson or white zombie T-shirts mm-hmm. that had cursing on it, and like you know, oh, upside yeah. down crosses. Mm-hmm. And you know, again, like like this kid. Yeah. You want to show off, and like you know, at school you get in trouble. You gotta turn your shirt inside mm-hmm. out. I'm like, I'd be like, no. Yeah. And then I would go to the bathroom and turn my shirt inside out because I don't want to get suspended from school because yeah. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, but I still. But the older I got, like then I just started. Then I became more, real, you know, a real punk where I just didn't give a shit. Yeah. How I looked, I, I was just dirty, and just you know, tighter jeans mm-hmm. and like you know, t-shirts just with pins on them like i didn't care like yeah. i was like whatever well, i'm just gonna roll out of bed today with the same shit i wore last night yeah i mean like you that's know? how i am now <laughs> but 
Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I got into like street punk at like thirteen or something. Gutter so, like, punk, man. Yeah. So like the most like the most like interest into like style as possible out of all of like the subgenres of punk. Oh yeah. So like, and I was I played in I've been playing in bands since I was twelve. Exactly. So I was in touring bands like when I was fourteen. Um, and so like I was watching image, touring bands. Yeah, so image was, was always like a big thing. We all pretended like it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. But, but it deep is. down it was and, 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 so and it can relate to some of this yeah but like I, what I really related to was I it was always kind of like actually like a really good kid like right. I didn't drink I didn't no. do drugs I was a virgin until I was like 18 like I was like you know on paper like a really good kid I never got into trouble I really but never people judge you man but like yeah I mean like people were like afraid of me and it's funny because like yeah. everyone in my neighborhood like we were the kids that people judged and like every single kid my age from my neighborhood is like way worse off than us or like people even people in my family like we were always like the problem kids but we're we, we we're the Warren. ones that like graduated from college and like uh, you know, did all not the graduate in college is is like no. a sign of uh, of of being a good well person. adjusted, but, but no, it's but. just like it's funny. Like I do totally recognize like this idea of like being able to be like a really actual kind of like model citizen in some ways. Like I'm, you know, I don't consider myself like a goody two shoes, but uh, but still like having people look down on you just for that. So right. the scene where. I think when the mother comes yeah. and like and like scoffs at him, uh, that I was like, actually, fuck, like, I, do I have a note from it? Like, yeah, it's. Uh, but like, basically, I, I mean, I can't even read my notes. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, that was like actually like kind of hit me, and I was like, oh, that's actually surprisingly emotionally yeah, well, resonant, and and mostly a very campy. Of course. Of TV. Yeah, no, and especially like the whole thing with the um, the snobby woman who like scoffs at him. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that woman, and then with like yeah, with the daughter that's you know like handicapped, mm-hmm. and then he goes out of his way to get a teddy bear for her. With, yeah, he's so amazing. He's amazing, yeah. and then she realizes like, what the hell have I been doing? Mm-hmm. Like, like he's a great kid, and she even says that. Yeah. And that, with that, with with I don't know if you think, do you think the like I think those other kids on that panel, during that little scene, mm-hmm. were actually like real punker punkers. I think I don't know why. Like at least a couple of them maybe were like punk kids that they just kind of overdid. I couldn't tell because I wasn't this, sure. This show has no idea. What, the the no. funny thing about this show is it has zero idea what punk rock. Oh is. no! It's, I mean, it's, even he even he doesn't wave. know. It's like it's like a mixture of new wave and yeah. like maybe they saw the Misfits or something. Maybe the Misfits. But like or... the music is so fucking terrible. It's that just the kid plays in. Oh, it's just like it's like bad bad, bad rock with like a little bit of new wave in it. Yeah, um, and I think Adam and was clearly like a big influence on how they wanted to do yeah. the visual thing. Actually, probably Adamant is the, the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Because that's um, the makeup. Yeah, that's uh, what he looks He looks like a, a 25 cent version of Adamant. Um. <laughs> 25 cent version of Adamant. Oh, yeah. man, that's pretty bad. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's. I like Adam Man. Yeah, no, no, Adam Man's Adam fine. Yeah, but if but you wanna, just, that's you know, that's that's what this show is getting. It's like so punk from. when he puts the earring in when he's in the like in the the restroom. Was that a real earring that he put in, or was it a like? Because it's weird because his ears aren't pierced, but did he pierce his own ear when he was in there? I mean, uh, from someone who's pierced his own yeah. ear with a safety pin, yeah, like, no. this shit fucking hurts. Uh, like, of course, he yeah. just did it like a like a boss. He's I like, think, yeah. I think it might be a clip. I think it is, but yeah. with a magnet, you know, like. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, trust um, me. As someone that has had his ears stretched, I, I know. Trust mm. me. That's the only way. And that with a needle. Yeah. Oof, which was great. No. I, I pierced my ear once with a safety pin, and then I put immediately, like a total fucking idiot. Don't do this. Like, A, don't pierce your... No. Don't pierce your ear with a safety pin. Just go to someone or do something better than a safety pin. But if you must pierce your ear with a safety pin... Do not put a dangly earring in then the, right away because oh, no. it will get caught in your pillow at night mm-hmm. and it will rip your ear and it will hurt. Yes. Uh, but I had to have a machine gun dangly earring in my ear uh, with my like two colored hair when I was like uh, 16 years old what, in, Calif- what, what, what color? in California. It was blonde and black. Blonde and black. Okay. Yeah. I was in the California on tour. I might have had a mohawk at this point too. I had I had like a, I had a mohawk, but I never put it up. I was too. Oh, lazy. you yeah. I put it up like once. This girl I had a big crush on had like the only like during big events she would put the mohawk up, but yeah. usually just. But I thought that was like the hottest thing. Like yeah. just like the side to side. Like oh, oh abso- man. absolutely. I mean, I had it tight for a while. Uh, but my brother also had a mohawk, but he had always put it up, and his looked oh. so amazing. But he had be- he had better hair for it than I. Oh, my okay. hair's Too thick, so it's it was so. Yeah, difficult. you need like you need that cross between like thin but not too thin. Yeah, his hair just did it much better than mine. This is punk tips from Joe. Yeah, yeah. Even though <laughs> I have no hair now, yeah. but. Well, I still got a long hair. Yeah. I, that's why I think I, yeah. I think that's why I resorted to like long flowing locks is because it's the only thing my hair does well. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just I won't give it up because I'm just like it's my hair does one thing okay I'll just do that. Yeah, mine did one thing okay it went bald really well. Yeah. Just like it just you, it works for you. Well, that's you, the thing. I make it work. Luckily, I was one of those people that. When it started at first, I was like, oh, what's going on? Because, of course, I blame color in my hair for so many years because yeah. I bleached it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, green, blue, whatever the hell. Yeah. Like. But then I realized, no, it's just because when jeans, well, well, it's weird because nobody in my family before me was like bald, mm. like none of the men mm-hmm. on either side, which is weird. But then I realized it's just because I'm such a man. You know, so much testosterone was in my body that it's like it just pushed the hair out. I, it must be it. Yeah, you, you know, I, it's you know, it's a seething masculinity. Yeah, it's is oozing from, yeah. out. It's often we often can't even record in the same room because there's so much testosterone. It emanates uh, that it, it gets uncomfortable. It does for me too. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, no, it's, it's I can feel it. Yeah, it kind of puts I, I I don't have a lot of t- testosterone or masculinity, so I'm like sitting over here feeling like like I have to like I have to overcompensate for myself. <laughs> or something. But, um, but back to the day my kid went punk. <laughs> there's not a lot to... The thing is, there isn't a lot to talk about here. It's no, it's like, a fun yeah, little slice of... The the most interesting thing is how much this film caught... Because the thing is, yeah. before I'd seen this, I'd always assumed that this was going to be like, my kid went punk and then it fucked him up forever and ruined his life. Right. It is absolutely not that. It's no, actually which is quite sympathetic towards the punk side. Right. And it's it's a little surprising. I think the most of the most of the punk bands and people who like really railed on this and like used it as like like oh, their right. imagery and stuff probably had never seen it. No. Because they wouldn't actually be probably making fun of it if no, they had. It's actually, like it's cheesy, but it's it's not anti-punk like a lot of shit in this era was. I mean, this is like 87 is like punk is pretty much fucking dead and gone it's, at this it, point. Yeah, it sucks. It's, it doesn't come back no. for a few years. Actually, yeah, who was. Yeah, who? I mean, 86, 80, 86, 87 is when most of the best bands in Britain started turning metal and shitty. Right. Like Discharged at Grave New World. Oh, and, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like crossover. It's like either they became crossover bands or they became bad goth bands. And like, there's a few decent, like, 80s, like, hardcore, like, ladies, ladies like, US hardcore bands and stuff. Well, but really, yeah. like, that shit starts popping up.
popping off again, like in the nineties, like Youth of Today, yeah. like stuff like yeah, like Minor Threat, of mm-hmm. course, was de- basically dead by that time, right? Or well, yeah, I mean, almost everything Fugazi. was like yeah, almost yeah. everything. It was like there were no. a lot of post punk and like 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 decent stuff like that was coming out, and then oh, a lot yeah. of like more like there's always good bands coming out, of course, but like the phenomenon that punk was in like seventy six to like eighty three. Like, those eras with 77 and 82 being kind of, like, highlight years. Kind of like when the slasher boom was, too, which is kind of weird. Well, that's why right? in the slasher boom there's so many, like, punks is because yeah. there was, like, it, punk was a huge sense. cultural thing in 82. Yeah. So, 82 to 84, you have, like, like every punks movie. in, like, every single, like, horror movie because it's, like, it's a movie about degenerates. Right. And they're going to put degenerates, well, or, so quote, unquote, degenerates in it. Or 85, you have Return of the Living Dead. Which yeah, is, I think that's kind of, like, the blow up of it. Like, 85, 86 is when you kind of start seeing it. So, I mean, you're still seeing it in, like, 87, 88, but it's almost, like, because, it's almost by, like, like, class of 1984 or whatever. What's that, 86? I think it was 85 or 86. Yeah. It? yeah, yeah, But yeah. it's, like, you start seeing it, but it's, like, it starts, it stops, it, stops, it's, it never really understood what punk was. But no. But, like, it, sto- it stops even caring to try to understand. That's why, that's why I love the Destroy All Movies book because yeah. it's really just any movie that had a punk in it even for one scene. Yeah, it's just even like... When, you know, and I kind of love that. And and the funny thing is I remember contacting um, Zach Carlson because he I was like, wait, dude, you missed like one of my favorite movie horror movies with punks in it. And he's like, well, which one? I'm like, Twice Dead. Mm-hmm. He's like, what's that? I'm like... Whoa. Yeah, to stump them is a big no, deal too. Right? <laughs> I was like, oh, and I sent them a link. He's like, well, this looks really weird. I'm like, it's a very, very weird... Strange film, actually. I I, I mm-hmm. like it, and Shot Factor put that one out a while ago. But I haven't seen that, so I'll have to fun. check that out. I, I think you have I'm fun also with it. like uh, when I found that book, I was like, this is like it's so rare that like a book is so made for you, and like that's and mm-hmm. I don't have a physical copy, unfortunately. I've only like seen like digital stuff on digital. Sadly, it's been out of print and <sighs> very expensive. I know yeah. that Zach is they're working, working on, on a new but, revised. Right? But when I talked to him like a year ago, he's like, it's no, he's like Fantagraphic have no there's no there's no push for it to come out soon. He's like. So we're slowly working on a new copy. So hopefully in the next few years, because I was going to interview them uh, for Vice. Um, well, it's funny about it, but he then and then they're like, dude, it's not going to come out for like two years, and I was like, well, let's just wait on it then. Well, side note before we go back into this and everything else, Zach Carlson with um one of, like one of my friends uh, Evan Husney who mm-hmm. works for Vice now, they have a new show on Vice yeah, yeah. called Outsider, which yeah, is fantastic. Awesome. Oh, it's great! Three episodes in. The newest one with uh, David DeRock Nelson. What's the third? I, I know that there's, there's Miami Connection. Miami Connection. The second one was, um, what's his name? The Spanish guy that played like a hundred roles in... Um, oh, I think I missed that oh, one. Oh, dude. That one is... Mm-hmm. And especially when I was at a barbecue talking to Evan on the side about mm-hmm. the episodes and he was telling... He actually... What what I love is he he, he... he Every time he tries to talk to people, they don't know what the hell he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you know... The next episode, a guy that nobody knows, I'm like, oh, look who? And he's like, oh, David. I'm like, oh, The Rock Nelson? He's like, oh, man, thank you. I'm like, so, yeah, you're making it for me, man. Like, yeah. like, which, fantastic episode. And that episode, there's like hours of footage that they had to cut. Oh, of course. I mean, like, he, it's going to be that probably every... But, but him, especially, mm-hmm. David Rock Nelson, he's a mile a minute. But I'm glad like a show like that exists. Yeah. Like, it's a fun show that they... Zach is one. Zach is one of the weird people that I think anything he touches is like yeah. is really interesting and, and definitely and uh, worthwhile. Not he's, like, he's a great personality. Mm-hmm. Like he is a fun personality yeah. on screen. Mm-hmm. 
But I want to see and another he, book by him. His enthusiasm. Yeah. It's it's you know like a lot of people will know him even if they don't realize it from uh, best worst movie. Yes. Uh, because he was really one of the people that kind of got troll to pushed on the it, market. but in a legit way. He just loves it. I mean, he, he loves it too. Like he, and and he just I like him because like the way he feels about so bad it's good because it's it's almost like he understands it as a marketing thing but doesn't but like it because he actually just genuinely loves those movies has fun with these movies and doesn't yeah. care that they're they're quote unquote bad yeah not shot bad in video him. films and it's like our, our buddy our buddy Jacob at um, good movies for bad uh, bad people said that there's the only bad movie is a movie that didn't entertain me I and, and that, that's like a great simple definition that is the best yeah. method of saying that because I I. Those are the worst movies for me. Yeah. I, I will never say like a movie that I enjoyed. Mm. I'd be like, well, that movie wasn't a great movie, yeah. but I had fun with it. Yeah. And I pro- And the, the funny thing is, I'll probably watch a movie like that more times than some classic films because yeah. in the enjoyment factor yeah. comes Take in. a movie like Stone Cold. Like I only watched Stone Cold for the first time last dude, year. Dude. And three days after watching it, what? I was like, I want to watch this movie again. Yeah. I don't know why. Like This is not a... It's, it's a finely made movie, but yeah. it's not a particularly good movie movie but it's like quote unquote if I were to like you know like be a snob about it but it's like it's so fun and infectious and it's like and I just like had such a blast with it that I was like yep. I just like I was like cleaning or something I was like I'm just gonna put so yeah. cool in the background so I can like Trust pay attention to a few episodes the, once the boss gets yeah. into your brain yeah you cannot take him out it just sucks that he never really got to do no. another big blowout like he, he's been in a lot of movies but that's yeah. kind of his that was his shot and I think he did a good job in it like I don't know why like I think it's just his attitude stopped him from being like I think a star so. yeah but that's our, our segue. Yeah, the, this is the, the most day. tangential episode that we're, <laughs> that we're gonna do. Um, I don't have a lot of other notes. I no, think, I mean and this is it's it's fine. I think everyone should watch this. It's like twenty uh, no, some minutes. No, well, it's forty minutes. It's about forty, 40 minutes. minutes. Like yeah. thirty nine, forty minutes. The, the full version. What? There's a, there's some faces in it. Bernie Copel from yeah, uh, uh, Bernie from, from Love Boat. Yeah, uh, the mom from Christine plays the mom in the yes, in the film it's, thing. And then um, Craig Bierko. Yes, is the brother. Craig Bierko yeah. who. Who I love. He's a, I, such a shit. Like oh, he's the best at playing a shit. And he's such a nice guy too. Like I met him years ago. Really cool guy. And what I love about him is that he passed on the role of Joey on Friends. Oh, I bet he fucking hates himself. No, he doesn't actually. He doesn't. He's like, well, he hates the fact that he does have millions of dollars well, that he could. But do he's running. also not really like had a, like. I mean, he hasn't had like a great career. And not that no. not that Matt LeBlanc has either. But. Yeah, but Craig Bierko is never like no. Most people don't know who Craig Craig, Craig well, Bierko myself is a char- is an actor that I'm like yes I know him like, yes that and then I Craig looked Bierko. him up I'm like oh yeah Craig Bierko he's actually in the um the two pilots that they made in America for a Red Dwarf the British sitcom oh, okay. but in America he played the main role of Lister which they never went past pilot yeah. two different pilots they changed it up with one character which, which is weird that they that they uh, shot it and kept, kept yeah. him yeah well because he's actually yeah. pretty good at it but yeah I, I love Bierko like, he could have been like a like he has like leading man like almost look. I mean I think he looks a little snaky which is his problem which is why I think he always plays like shitheads he kind of reminds me of um, a, a, a more charismatic Craig Kilborn yeah or right? he, yeah. he kind of reminds me of Billy Zane a little bit of Billy Zane yeah. Craig Kilborn and He's in a an awful comedy. The script was really good, but the movie sucks. Uh, Sour Grapes. Oh, I like Sour Grapes. I like it. I knew you were going to... But it's not a good that. movie. I, I don't know if it's just that I, 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 I'm I so into Larry David. Uh, no, that's and why, just, that's why I, I like it. I see Larry David in it. And I also like... Um, 
wing. I also uh, like Weber? wings. So yeah, Stephen Weber kind of does it for me. Um, yeah, well, I like Weber. I mean, I like maybe the that I'd heard that Sour Grapes was so bad for so long that when I finally saw it's, it, I was just like, oh, this isn't that. I bad. saw it in theaters, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I have the, I just bought it on DVD. Did you really? Yeah, that's so weird. Somewhere. Yeah, that's a weird yeah tangent right there. Oh, Sour Grapes. Yeah, it's right there. Oh yeah, look at that. It's a Sony Chivo. <laughs> well, you know, sour grapes. Uh, yeah. Only it's one of those old, uh, oh, the, the, the old DVDs too, because uh, they probably never put it out after the first no, time. No, they didn't. They didn't. That's uh, due for a Blu-ray restoration, I think, 4K probably. The problem, you know, get the Bierko in the in the 4K. Oh yeah, there's nothing better than Bierko in 4K. <laughs> he's actually really good. One he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy, and he's really good in uh, Cinderella Man. He's actually really good. I've in that. seen that, but it's been it's. I haven't, He's I haven't seen the German boxer, mm. the the Nazi Nazi kind of boxer in that. Is that movie set in the twenties? Yeah, well, I don't know. He's German in it. I don't know. Thirties actually. Maybe. So, yeah, so like, it might have been a Nazi. The, well, yeah, the Nazi reg- regime started. It was in the thirties. We're getting power, but yeah. but yeah, Bierko. I mean, he's good as a like like come come on man, like you know we love you. Come here, give me a hug. <laughs> like okay. Is he not even attempting a German accent? No, I'm talking about um, Dave, my kid, one punk. Oh, oh, where, where oh, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, at wait, the end of the, yeah. Actually, kind of reminds me also like of the brother when he's like ultra like businessman in uh, Back to the Future. Like, come on, guys, I gotta get to work. I don't think I've seen Back to the Future in over a decade. Wow. So, well, um, it's like that movie. Like, I remember the big things, but like, if you were like throwing yeah. things like that, my, I, I, it's due for a rewatch. I've probably seen bits and pieces over the last ten years, yeah, but, but not, I don't think I've actually sat down. It's never been a film that I hold like so. I, I like it. I really love Michael J. Fox, uh, but it's just I never, I never rewatch it that much. Yeah, I, I can understand. Yeah, but I, I think it's worth a watch. But let's 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 just go over our our rating system. Yeah. Um, so we do a three-tier rating system, uh, which is uh, change the channel, which means, you know what, um, you know, w- we are going to finish these movies, but we don't recommend you finish the movie. And if we weren't dedicated to doing this on a podcast, we would probably not finish watching it. Right. Um, we have a um, keep, what is it? What well, Watch it. Watch it. Yeah. Just watch it. Like watch it's it. on TV. Yeah. We'll watch it. Finish you know, it. You know, a few times. Knock it. Not you know. Doesn't doesn't end your world. You might rewatch it another time. But you know, it's it is what it is. A good, not great film. Yeah. And then we have a record it, which is this movie is great. I'm gonna record this. I'm gonna I'm gonna return to it a lot. I, I definitely want to have this in kind of my personal collection. Um. And then we have also a second system, which is the, you know some the quote unquote make or break. Yeah. Of, TV is like what aspects of being on TV either hinders or kind of makes this. Yeah. So I guess I'll start. Yeah. Um, I'll say that I'll be honest and say that I'll, I'll, it's a watch. Yeah. Uh, I, this yeah movie, you're, you're on the same level as me. Yeah, yeah. This movie or this show, whatever you want to call it, is it's it gets a little more I think hype than it maybe deserves because of the title. The title is and really the enticing. Yeah. Of, of of punk. But it's actually entertaining and it's engaging. Yeah. And Jay um, Underwood is very likable. Yeah. And I would watch it again with other people, but Definitely. I don't think I'd ever watch this again by myself. No. Um. No, I mean, I've watched it a few times by myself, and I mean... Dimi- not not even diminishing returns. Just like, eh. it's just not funny enough to like. It's 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 adequate in every way. It's like a it's like an adequate sitcom. If it's on, you're okay with it. But, right. Um. You know, what's the point of going beyond that? What's an adequate sitcom actually? Like one that you you keep on, but eh, I'm not gonna go out of my way or ever own it. Like, I'm know. trying to think. Yeah, right. I'm trying to think. Like like well, something like a, you know, to be honest, like something like 
if it was ever on, I would never own it or like go out of my way. But like when Family Matters was on, if I was with friend, like friends or family, and they were watching, it, I'd be like, eh. I kind of like Family Matters because, but I grew up. It was a little no. more. It was a little more like uh, like when I was like nine and ten. That yeah, I was like new. Oh, and Urkel, you yeah. know, Urkel's um, a ship. Maybe more like step by step. Okay. Oh, you know what? That's a bet. Yeah, step yeah. by step. Which, like, bro, man. Yeah, like. There's there's some good man. episodes. I mean, Patrick. Patrick Duffy. Pa- Patrick Duffy. Oh, yeah. I almost said Patrick Dempsey. Wow, that would that would made a weird show. But yeah, so I'm the same. I'm the same level yeah. as you. It, it's definitely a watch, and I I mean I'll go into the what I think is a hindrance of this is not having the realistic punk rock aesthetic to it mm-hmm. like it's kind of like do you think that's because of tv though I, well i think that right. films films well, really couldn't get it either no for the it, most part it's true that's true i mean when sadly one of the most punk rock films of of me growing up was well the, the most punk rock film i saw growing up was like legit punk was suspiria not Suspiria. Suburbia. Suburbia. <laughs> Suspiria was also Suburbia punk rock. Suburbia is, is like uh, it was one of my favorite films. Yeah, not, 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 I just saw it in thirty five. I know you did. Yeah, yeah, I got. Yeah, oh, I so wish amazing. I but not the Richard Linklater Suburbia. No, the no, Eric Bogazian no. wrote. We don't, talk about, the, we don't yeah. want to talk about that. Nikki Cat. Talk about the Penelope Spheres. Yes, which is awesome. But Suburbia. and that's the like honest to god like the most like authentic. I think that's like, the most authentic portrayal. It's like it's like a really amazing kind of mel- punk melodrama. Yeah. I mean, like it's a little ridiculous at times, but of course. But That's because Corman ha- made it to be. He yeah, well, he, he told her she had to have she had to have either n- nudity or death on screen right. every ten minutes. Ten or minutes or whatever. Yeah, which I understand, but or violence. Of yeah, some sort. but then like the punk rock movie that I had friends that loved, but they weren't punk rockers at all. That loved it was uh, SLC Punk. Yeah, I, and that's then, a movie that I, I, I was fond with, but now I just it, it's just like it's yeah. not good. Hey, yeah. no, and then they just made a sequel. Yeah, which with Bob's back. Yeah, 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 it came out. Back from the dead. Uh, uh, yeah, he died of heroin. Yeah, sorry, Bob's dead. I'm not. I'm not interested. No, no. But um, yes, yeah, so. I think there's there's funny elements of SLC Punk, but as a whole movie, and I just to me SLC the reason I hate SLC Punk so much is like so many people who like got like corporate jobs. I've heard like talk about it's like it's like yeah it's like SLC Punk man I'm taking it down from the inside. It's like no you're not. You're not. Like just no. admit it. Like. You got a corporate job, like that's fine. That's fine. Like, you can actually still be the same person. Yeah, but you, you still like, like punk rock, living. but you just want to make money. Yeah, like okay. don't act like you're taking it down from the inside because you're not. You're not. You're still doing. TPS I'm not taking reports. it down from the outside. You're not yeah. taking it down from the yeah, inside. Full of shit. We're all full of shit. Now give me my red stapler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know what would be. I honestly don't know what it. I mean, I would say the the hindrance is that this is like cheesy and like and yeah. not. And but not quite clever enough because it's just right. like it's just supposed to be like an after school special and they're trying to make a point that they I don't think they really know exactly yeah, what's the what point is it um you're, you're, don't judge a book by its cover yeah. that's kind of really what the point is yeah but ultimately. ultimately I think the last scene makes it worthwhile yeah yeah yeah, yeah well yeah he dies at the end yeah he um he ODs it's very similar to Alan Clark actually. it's very weird yeah it kind of gets really dark yeah, it's very dark dark like Clark if you can't tell we're joking. <laughs> It might be hard to see the sarcasm when you can't see our smiling on True. the side of the podcast. Um, all right, so I think we can end there, and we're going to come back after a quick break with A Body to Die For. Mm. And it was. It's serious. These things are out there. Problems kids deal with every day. Alone. Their stories may be hard for us to hear, but for those who lived them, they were even harder to tell. Life stories. Families in crisis.
Okay, and we're back with some some uh, Ben Affleck uh, mus- muscular uh, fortitude in A Body to Die For, the Aaron Henry story. Which is, uh, we should say again, is a life story. HBO, so I, HBO ran for a very brief. short time. I think it was like two seasons, very yeah. short. Uh, no, it was four seasons. Was it four? Yeah, uh, four years. 92 to 96 ran a... Oh. Um, sort of a, uh, it, it was more geared towards, I think, um, young adults and, yes. and, uh, and younger, like not necessarily super young people, but, uh, sort of that version of the after school special, but were all, they were, they were actually real stories and yes. often at the end of them, you had the, the real, real person. person would come and say, I'm the real yeah. Aaron Henry. This is steroids fucked me yeah, up. Yeah. Look at the way. Look, I've had yeah, look multiple at heart attacks. Yeah. I'm still buff though. Yeah, but I might still be on the juice. I don't know. Who knows if he's still alive? He's now. probably probably sad. long dead. Yeah, who knows? But no, it's getting dark. <laughs> but no, on IMDb, like when we when we were gonna cover this, this was one that we wanted to cover for a while because I look at it as <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because when I'm like, oh, what's the name of it again? I'm looking up Ben Affleck. Oh, okay, it's this one. But then when I read the IMDb synopsis, someone has to fix this because. On the synopsis, if you if you look it up, it says a ten year old boy accidentally kills himself when he plays with a gun. That's not this movie at all. No. This is episode. It's, I want to see that one. I want to see that one too. Which one is that? But this one's basically real real quick. Uh, Aaron Henry, played by Ben Affleck, is a football player in high school. He wants to be the best that he can be, so he try you know he tries to work out. It's not it's not working fast enough, so he starts to take steroids. That's really. The gist of it, and I have to say, like watching this and seeing him like get the roid rage and like become it, it to me, it's like Batman Year One. This is a Bruce Wayne if his parents didn't die, and just was an asshole, you know, like like I'm just gonna be buff for no. But it's weird because the one we were gonna cover, but we couldn't find a copy. The the pedophilia one was one of the guys from Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. And then this has Grace Zabriskie from Twin Peaks as the mother. Mm-hmm. I'm like, see, the Twin Peaks thing still somehow seeped into it. Yeah, it's like the era. I mean, the yeah. one thing oh, about yeah. this is, oh, yeah. if you think about Ben Affleck and After School Specials, he actually is in an ABC After School Special, so he yeah. has to do that later down the line. But you'd think, like, oh, this is Ben Affleck before before he's done any movies. No, this is three, three, uh, oh, yeah. This is like only no. It's so it's a year after Days and Confused. Right. So he had already done a role that pretty much like well, a big put role. him on the spot, and then he's still doing this because obviously he's, he's a make working money. actor. He's a working yeah. actor. Yeah. And then in the next year he does Glory Days and Mallrats. Oh, oh Mallrats. And then yeah. he doesn't turn around from there. What in the back of a Volkswagen? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I have to say, you know, of course Ben Affleck gets a lot of shit, especially like early on up until a certain point where hey, he's not that good of an actor. He's adequate of this to the point where I, I am I am convinced that he's in roid rage mode and that whole epic scene is one of my favorite scenes ever depicted on film because it's so ridiculous yeah, where he's is. just he's remembering the football and trying to, to check on the floor and he's humping the floor at the end he it's, punches his girlfriend in the we face should, we should, we're, we're getting a little oh, ahead of ourselves you can't help it with, yeah. with uh, roid rage and, I'll, uh, I'll say I'm completely on team Batflick yeah. uh, even though I haven't seen the new Batman movie yet uh, I just I, he's good I actually really I like that you, you, you've only you haven't seen the long version right because now no, no. I keep hearing that the long the three hour version I'm going to watch it's like it. are you kidding me I have to watch a fucking three hour version because that's the only watchable version but I guess people keep saying it's actually well, it's tolerable you know why because you got the badass in the 
You actually get to see Ben Affleck ass. Oh yeah, yeah. Again. Well, that's what makes things. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm totally like I'm saying I'm on I mean, Team Affleck. No, no. I mean, the town. Yeah, a, a lot of bad. He's, he's got a body to die for. No, he's he's buff, but in this, he's a he's, you know. Young, young, supple Ben Affleck ass. But I've already, I've always really, li- I've always really liked Affleck. Um, so I'm, did I. Um, I've, I, and maybe that's because growing up with uh, mall rats and stuff, like I've always, I've, I've just, I've, I've had a connection with him. I always think that he's actually a much better actor than he gets credit for. He he's is. not a great actor, but no, he's a no. good actor. And he's a great director. Something he's, he is a great director. And some things he's actually quite good in. Certain, certain directors know how to use him really well. Like Gone Girl, he's really good Fincher in. Fincher absolutely knew no. how to use him perfectly. Yeah. And it's the perfect. I think Gone Girl is the is one of the per- most perfectly cast films all over the Agreed. board. Um, you know, so we're, we're, we're yeah. This is '94. This is right in the middle of life t- life stories, oh. families, and crisis films. This is as close as I think you get to like actually like a lifetime film. Like this yeah. feels very much like a, a short, lifetime film. Yeah, because there's so much stuff kind of piled into this one in a, in a, like the 28 minute runtime. Because mm-hmm. then the last minute and a half is with the real Aaron Henry, mm-hmm. but. Yet nothing really happens, which it kind of—it's an incomplete story. It is because, and and who knows? The real story might have been awful. Yeah, well, it sounds like it was. Yeah, because he, he was like he was dealing drugs. drugs. We really get like a can. It's weird because it's HBO. We really get like a candy-colored version of this. I mean, there's some na- there's some nasty stuff in it. I mean, he straight up hits his girlfriend in the right face, face, which we see. Um, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. And um, actually, a lot of this predates kind of like his character in Gone Girl. And yeah. You said it could be a prequel to uh, Batman. Batman, but I think it's, it could be a Gone Girl too. To Gone Girl, because there's a lot of too. there's a lot of unhinged um, anger in Gone Girl that is amazingly crafted in the point where it's never yeah. directly said, but you know that he's got a violent side. Of course, but they don't show it, yeah. um, and a lot of people gave that movie. Shit, because they said that like it favors Affleck, but it only does if you look at the movie surface level. Of course, but he's he's a he's actually is a violent person. He just holds he he knows how to control it to an extent. Right. You but know? we're fan theorying out here. Yeah, um, I know fan theorying. Uh, freaking which is Don Girl. Uh, not two weeks in a row, but on two different episodes so yeah. far. Um, but yeah, I, I think mean, one of the I don't know if this is an acting choice, but did you notice his voice was cracking a lot? I couldn't tell yeah. if it's just natural or if he was cracking his voice on purpose because of steroids. I think it was that because like. That's something that happens yeah. when steroids and like the hair loss thing mm-hmm. and just, I mean, I like yeah. that he started slicking back his hair. Like yeah, speaking of hair, he started slicking back his hair. I think only after starting to take steroids. Starting steroids right? because he wants to also kind of copy the guy that's oh. given him the steroids. I think weird, very homoerotic. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Like like. Like I'm, watching him bench, it's like, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You rep a lot. You, you're huh? gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna do it. Yeah. yeah, and he's like looking at him like from afar. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for that love story, but never went there. I was, I was hoping that you saw that too. Cause I, I did. I felt that it was like, sort of a homoerotic. I definitely too. did. Um, <laughs> I love my favorite line in the entire thing is, "If I need money, I'll go to a bank where my what, name, what, my, my word is still good." <laughs> it's like. Wait, aren't you like seventeen years old? Like, you're not gonna go to a bank. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "Get out of here, kid. Where's, yeah, your, where's your mom yeah. and dad?" Yeah, your word isn't good here, dude. Yeah, you dick. Um, uh, oh, I forgot, Ernie Hudson. Yeah, uh, special appearance by Ernie Hudson. Dick in this. Yeah, come on, you because, fancies. Because of ladies. Ladies. Yeah. yeah. See? First thing he says is, "Come on, you ladies," and he totally instills like this, a complex I, in there. Yeah, and he's a bad. He's a bad dude. Yeah. And this is Ernie Hudson. After this is like the sad thing about Ernie Hudson is like. Ernie Hudson is actually a good actor and because of his race I'm certain never I mean especially in Ghostbusters they 
totally underused him because they, he was the black guy. They still do, um, even on poster art or box art. Oh yeah, they he's, take him off. Or, or he's in a little corner in the. Or mm-hmm. oh, guess what? He's the one that drives the car. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I think that Ernie Hudson never really got the career that he should have gotten. But he's um, really good in stuff. Like I, I, I love him in The Crow. I don't think he ever. Pl- he's he's like an actor that I don't think I can remember a bad performance. Like no. I think he always gave gave his all. He's good in Leviathan. And funny enough about Leviathan, he almost makes it through the entire movie, which yeah. is rare for a, a black, black actor in the 80s in a horror movie. That's very true. Uh, maybe 90s. Well, either way. Yeah. Just in general. It's either late 80s or early 90s. Yeah. After um, Cosmatos uh, came to the U.S. Yeah. and started doing those movies. I love, I love Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Leviathan's fun. A lot of fun. Ernie, Ernie Hudson's really good in that. And yeah. This, but this is like after most of that. That's what I'm saying. And See? he's like taking a bit role in an HBO show because of Mother Guys to Eat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> HBO? Cool. I'll do it. Must have had a deal with them or something because it might have been around the same time he did. Um, because he's really good as one of the main villains. I think was the the substitute with uh um um uh, why can't I remember his name? Well, whatever. But in the substitute uh, movie, like in the first one, with um not it wasn't Treat Williams yet. It was um uh, I know who you're talking. about. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Not Corbin Burnson, The other. I really like him actually. Yeah, I, wish oh, I love him. Wish I had more. Uh, you know what's funny enough is um you know who wrote. All the substitute films. Oh. Uh, uh, um, I don't remember that. Uh, the writer of Street Trash and producer of Street Trash. Oh, oh Frumkey. Right? Yeah, yeah, from, yeah. He wrote all the. He wrote wow, all the that substitute makes sense. Films. That makes sense. It's he only true. wrote like nine or ten things, and like four of them were the substitute films. Hey, <laughs> it's awesome though. I yeah, think no, I like Roy Frumkey. Yeah. He's a good guy. But no, yeah. So I mean, it's really not much to say with this one. It, it's no. it, you know, it's like Ben Affleck, Roy Rage. I mean. This one has a special place in my heart because when I saw it was, of course, right after um, seeing Days and Confused. And I'm like, it's a guy from Days and Confused. Mm-hmm. What the hell is he doing? Like, and he's the floor. amazing in, in Days and Confused. Yeah, he's really good. That's what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's weird. Like, like I'm glad we're, we're both, we like Ben Affleck. Cause yeah. And this is this one was a little bit of a letdown because I had fond memories of it and it, it was actually it's that whole end scene more frightening. It's, act- it's well, I kind of like that though, yeah. where it shows you the horror of yeah. steroid abuse, and this is like after the whole controversy with WWE or WWF back then, mm-hmm. where Vince McMahon almost lost his whole thing because people were saying everyone was doing steroids. Yeah, and then they continued to do well them. up until a certain point, like because nowadays they actually do get tested yeah, for well, that. They still don't have health care, but they yeah, that's a whole other. <laughs> On, an, on another episode, uh, mm-hmm. when we do like TV movies with uh, wrestlers in it, we'll, we'll talk more about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I like that um, because we got HBO money, uh, Pump Up the Jam. Yeah, right? Pump this. Up the Jam. It's nice to get some real music in TV movies. I love that intro, like, these are the life stories of. Yeah, the intro is like, good. Oh, this is really intense. And, Drugs, and I, sex. Yeah. And I really like the um, the. the the, the real person coming in. Yeah. Um, I remember watching a lot of these as a kid, actually. Um, Scary. I watched a, I watched quite a few of them, and I remember always kind of love waiting for that and seeing who like, gets to do it. What's the real guy like, like? Ben Affleck looks nothing like Oh, no. But who knows what the guy looked like when he was younger? Yeah. You can tell I he went bald. Like, yeah. I feel like he was probably much bulkier. Like Ben oh. Affleck is, like, weird, weirdly, like... I mean, Ben Affleck is, like, ripped now, but always he was, like, a little, like, almost, like... pudgy Yeah, he had, like, not, a, he was, like, he was, like, bulky, but like in a non but skinny arms not musk not in a yeah. toned way no it's like he's like a slab of meat I always think of him like from Mallrats how he's like yeah. he had a big suit on mm-hmm. but it looked weird on him so weird yeah he had a weird looking he, he, he had a it's weird a haircut he had like too. uncomfortable looking body like he didn't know what he wanted to do with it like maybe he was really
really like toned, and then he stopped working out when he started right. acting. That could be, yeah. And then he got skinnier for a while, and it worked, and then now he's like all like you know shredded again. Yeah, now now he's like Batman shredded. Mm-hmm. He's like got his eight pack. Uh, but yeah, I, I like it. Um, it's this enjoyable. one, this one to me is a total just watch. It's I watch. I think I'd keep it. That's um, definitely a watch. And I think, I think what hinders it is is actually. HBO's short runtime of yes. the show because I think this is an hour or two an hour and a half long story that's being told in 30 minutes. In 30 minutes. We literally stop. He doesn't even get better. No. Like this is It ends story. with him yeah. like breaking his arm basically and humping the ground remembering and then and then, and then all of a sudden yeah, hi like, I'm Aaron Henry. Yeah. I'm like what the this hell? This is my story and yeah, it's like, still happening. You know it's still basically I'm still fighting this Yeah today. I'm like oh so, god. I, mean, I get it. I get why they do that but it's like it's weird to not see the full story. Yeah I guess I, I guess they wrong. want it's I guess it's scare tactics. Like, yeah. more like, oh, this is what's going to happen. And if you do steroids, don't. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect. Yeah, so if you don't have anything else to say, I think no. we should take a quick break and then come back with Why Am I Gay? I have an uncle who's gay. What? He's just 23 now, so, so what are you telling me for? So I'm old enough to remember how it was for him when he first told someone. He was 19 when he came out of the closet. The family was shocked, embarrassed, all those things. They sent him to see a shrink to cure him. Didn't work. He'll always be gay. He lives with another man now. So what? Hey, Todd. I don't have all the answers, but one thing I do know is he's a lot better off now than when he tried to keep it a secret. Yeah, well, I don't know anyone who's gay. All right, now we're going to go to CBS uh, in the year 1987. CBS had their version of the after-school specials, which started actually um, much after ABC's, like almost a decade after ABC started doing it. Um, but CBS did one called uh, CBS School Break Special, which ran from 1984 to 1996. So obviously the the ending year of these kind of right. contrary tales is around 96, 97. Uh, I guess they were just not not yeah. successful after that. No. no. Uh, what, what? Oh, I'm sorry. I said, why am I gay again? What if I'm gay? It's what if I'm gay. Okay. Uh, I keep I keep messing that up. No, it no it it's not surprising because even I was like, oh yeah, oh my god, that's the actor. That's why he looks so familiar. Oh, uh, oh my god, the guy who plays Rich, Richard Joseph Paul, he's from the Oblivion movies from Full Moon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, the hero. Yeah, you know, oh my yeah, yeah, yeah. god, I just no no, it's funny because I'm like, what is he I wrote familiar? that down in my note. Nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, before I was so rudely interrupted by. By James, uh, and the cops, <laughs> and now the cops. Uh, I was about to uh, go through the the synopsis, so I'll read it real quick. Um, this one's not so bad. A popular and macho captain of the high school soccer team is forced to confront his homosexuality after his buddies discover a male pornography magazine in his bedroom. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Wow. Um, this I'm kind of bummed that. This spo- the, the, the synopsis yeah. said that because I didn't read the synopsis before. No, me either. Actually. I went um, into the line. 
I went into it blind uh, and uh, read. But our readers were, I mean, our readers, our listeners were going to hear it anyways. There was no way of getting around it. Uh, but I'll say what my favorite thing about this is. My favorite thing is how this actually leads you for about 15 minutes into thinking it's going to be some nerdy else. kid. Yeah, who is, um, I actually really like that actor. Yeah, you know, he's great. Um, he's, it's Evan Handler. Yeah. He's, uh, he's in Californication. Yeah, he was, um, yeah, Charlie Runkle. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Now he's like bald. I recognize his voice right away. I don't know who, where, where this is shot, but they all have a distinct accent. Yeah. Um, he's he's I, very, where, where is he from? He sounds like from Jer- New York it City. Sounds, yeah, it he, sounds yeah. Jersey, though. <laughs> he played Larry Fine in a TV movie. Oh, really? Yeah, that's we amazing. Let's do that. Let's yeah. do that. Um, but basically, this is a cautionary tale of how coming out in a small town is sort of a horrific experience. Oh, yeah. And when I saw this, I have to admit, as terrible as it is, I picked it because I assumed it was going to be super dated and right. really terribly funny because of how wrongheaded it was. And what I came out with is that this is by far my favorite. And oh, actually, I like I like this one a lot. I, I, I find it to be really... Uh, emotional and moving and actually quite resonant and yeah. still relevant like actually not so dated no um, it, it's actually kind of yeah that's true because it it works yeah it actually works for what it is like 100 yeah. percent. what what if i'm gay it's the most cohesive one and it's the one with the most heart i think of course and you know the, st- the star soccer player mm-hmm. he has a girlfriend yeah how could he be gay yeah, I mean it's 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 a story that every like I was after watching it I was reading some forums and a lot of people were who were gay in a small town in the eighties or nineties mm-hmm. were saying they could really relate to it because yeah. uh, they, if they came out if some of them came out they, they had a horrible experience or some of them never did come out because they just knew they couldn't come out in their town yeah. and um, I mean well this one's like an interesting one too because he's trying to come to terms with it mm-hmm. and then his best friend. Turns his back on him. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, it's, like right from the get go, like it doesn't even. And at first, you're like, is he just turning his back because he feels betrayed because mm-hmm. he never got told? Yeah. Or is it also because he he doesn't like gays? And it's kind of both. Well, we, it's we, weird. we learn we learn there's a there's a there's a well shot clock. Uh, f- Hail Mary thrown at the end of the film. I kind of don't like that. That's thing. the only thing I hate. Yeah. You find... Let's just fucking spoil it. It doesn't matter. This one... You find out at the end that the, his best friend, who is the one that really comes out and, and is, is essentially starts hating him, you find out that they had a little experimentation where they, like, got naked together or something. They touch each other. Maybe, so. Yeah, maybe explored each other's bodies. It's like... And, he, uh, and he's like, you're not, are you afraid? He's like, out of nowhere, it's just so shoot-horned. And he's like, are you afraid that what we did was wrong? And it was beautiful. He's like... He's just like, no, that's what kids do, and you're not gay because of that. You're straight as an like, arrow. But how does he know that that other what guy's if, not gay? What if he is? What if he is? Yeah, I mean, like, you don't know his person. Like, it's weird. Yeah, it's like it's what? like maybe that doesn't necessarily make you gay, but you could also be gay and yeah. be struggling because obviously this guy, yeah, he struggled for years was, and was overcompensating. And after they find you know the magazine, uh, which they refer to in a word that I won't repeat, no, yeah, um, which I don't like. Um, but, it, but but you know. Sadly, like I'm, I'm actually surprised they used it and like Constantly. showed it. I mean, and it's a different time. I think like it's, but it's, it actually makes yeah. sense because that's something mm-hmm. that does get thrown around. Yeah, I mean, to this day, still. Oh, yeah. But I love that you know Evan Handler's character is kind of like the nerdy uh, friend of the jocks. He's like the 
one they keep around, and you think that he's the one that's gonna be gay. But like, what I love about the thing is like they're trying to show you that like homosexuality has nothing to do with not fitting in. No, like the person who doesn't fit in is actually straight, yeah. and the person who completely fits in just happens to be gay. Uh, and I think like it's actually no. like a nice, not so heavy-handed message that they're giving yeah. you that like you, of course, you're gonna think this guy's gay because you think that gay people are different. In oh yeah, look, way. he listens to jazz music. Mm-hmm. He wears stuff from like 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 nobody other no other yeah, kids. He doesn't. He's, like not, he's not the one on the dates. Like he right. He, he wants to eat anchovies on his pizza. God which, forbid. Oh my. Which is nasty. But but yeah, no, I never would do that. But but I love that he gets with uh, Gar- Gabrielle Cartieris from mm-hmm. uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah, there's like, a lot of faces in yeah, this. Yeah, no, it's that like you said, it's it's enjoyable because it actually works in that mode of teaching you a lesson. Mm-hmm. And like going like, look, these characters go through a transformation, good or bad, mm-hmm. and it ends on like a note where you go, oh, okay, there is hope mm-hmm. for this there's kid. A, and there's a lot of beautiful relationships. The yeah. teacher, the teacher relationship is really yeah, nice. it's great. Uh, that's another shoehorned in AIDS commentary. I think I, didn't, I know I didn't love that. Use like, protection. Yeah, yeah. Like, what you, oh, I'm yeah. afraid of AIDS. It's, it's like, not a gay disease. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah I, I appreciate what they're trying to do, but um, yeah, it's not called grids anymore. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like 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 James said, Richard uh, Joseph Paul um, yeah. is Zach Stone in the Oblivion series, which is about to get a Blu-ray release. Uh, really? From Scream Factory. Wait, really? Yeah, they're doing like all that Empire. I mean, p- Full Moon stuff. I think that Charles Band like basically licensed like a oh. bunch of their shit to. I don't because he does Blu-rays himself. I don't know what the what the difference is, but maybe those are the films he doesn't like as much. I don't know. No, because he gives them heavy hitters. Oh, so I don't know. You know, like a lot of those Empire films, like he gives them, he gave them. Uh, uh, ghoulies, he gave them. Oh, right, yeah, you're right. All the Stuart Gordon shit, like most of it, yeah, you're right. Most of the, yeah, except for like he gives them all the Castle except Freak for like the worst him. student. I wish, Stuart I wish they would put like a better version of Castle Freak out. I kind of like that movie, but but you're, but you're you're in a smaller box because a lot of people really don't like that. I don't no. know why. I, I remember I'm the GG a, I'm a weird TMC kid. hates hates that, yeah. I, I, I'll probably like it because I tend to like everything from Empire, uh, yeah. weirdly enough, or yeah. somewhat like it. Yeah. But um, another tangent uh, to get back to this, um, he he plays um, our our principal uh, lead who's struggling with his sexuality here. Um, yeah, I really don't have a lot of notes on this one to no. be honest. I, I do think this one is actually really worth watching. It's well acted. Yeah. And like you said, really beautiful relationships. When I, yeah. When I was watching it, I remember I was just like, I just watched this and I really like, I can't wait to talk about it. Right. The whole time I was expecting to like this would be my least favorite one. Right. I watched it last and I was like, same here. Yeah, really, I like it. I, like, I like, watched it so last too. Yeah. I watched the Affleck one first. I then I watched Day Man. Well, no, did I? I watched Day of Punk. No, no I watched, did not. You watched Day Man Kid, but turn, turn Punk first. I did, and yeah. then Affleck, and then and I but, did the same order. Yeah, but which was the order we did it today? But mm-hmm. but it ended up being like my favorite. Like, oh, yeah. this one actually like got a little not misty eye, but I got a, oh, that's, yeah, that's sweet. Touch me. That's and sweet. this maybe will surprise you. This I'll I'll, I'll record. I'll, I'll say I'll record this one. I mean, it's yes. not, it's not fantastic, but I, um, you know, I don't know how many times I would rewatch this, but I would rewatch it. And I would rewatch it by myself, like if I was like in a mood for like something kind of like anonymous like I could throw this on um, right you know if I were to like if someone were to ask like hey what's a good after school special like this, this is, is one, one I would recommend yeah this is one like one of the better ones because like you said we we 
kind of went into this looking for like funny, you know, funny episodes, you know, funny stuff. Yeah, the joke here is that um, they're dated as hell. Very dated. Because when you, anytime you try to make a relevant social commentary, half the time you you end up putting yourself in a box. Of course, especially the time period, like '80s, the '80s alone. But this one. It is poignant today still. Like, you know, there are still, like, LGBT teens, you know, trying to come out, sadly being bullied and killing themselves. So, like, this is kind of something... This is, like, one that's good to show to kids to go, look, Mm -hmm. anyone can be gay. Yeah, and it doesn't... It's melodramatic, but it doesn't go into, like, as melodramatic as it can. It almost mocks, in a weird way, um, like, that, that, that... There's a... It doesn't mock the reality of the fact that, like people do suffer from severe depression but like right. like it al- it almost mocks that like it could go to like there's a scene where they think that the kid might have killed himself and right. he, cu- he shows and up and he's like oh, and he's, a laughing. Great chair. he's like come on guys he's like it's hard but it's not I'm yeah. not it's not that hard which yeah, come on it's like p- potentially that's like a sort of p- like wrong-headed thing to do but like but I, I think like it's it. more of a joke on the fact that like the film could the the show could have been far more um Far more like uh, melodramatic. No, exactly. It, it's, but I kind of like that whole scene where it's just like, and he's just, just laughing with the chair yeah. in his hand, ready. And he's, and he knows what they were trying. He's like, "Come on, guys. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not that bad off. Yeah. Uh, so you're a record as well. I'm definitely a record. Okay, definitely, and I guess far. hindrance would be. I think that the story here would could have been like something even better. Like yeah. I think that it's clearly hindered by the fact that it's like a, a, a it has to be like a very accessible melodramatic forty minute yeah. runtime. Yeah, this this could have worked as a feature length film. It could because yeah. it's it's been done mm-hmm. before. So like it could have been done. The acting is like really yeah, good. Yeah, I think the actors are all, are all really really strong. Yeah. Um and I think the direction on this one actually is is quite good. I mean like I it's not amazing, but I remember like the opening shot like pans down from the marquee to the kids walking and slightly tracking yeah there's a little more visual flair in this i mean i'd say out of all of them the one that's directed probably with the most flair is the hbo one but that's because they probably had a far bigger budget yeah i mean it's a guy that directed a few episodes of the wonder years uh oh nice he just directed a movie now called sold about a girl risks everything for freedom after being trafficked from her mountain village in nepal to brothel in india Sounds like a Whoa. touching. Sounds like, very deep, yeah, with Jill, dark. starring Gillian Anderson and David Arquette. Okay. Interesting. Hey, you know what? It's good to know. Like, it's he, very rare that TV directors well, move out of TVs. Well, here's the weirdest thing: '92 was the last thing he did until this movie. That's really weird. Like nothing for like 24 years, and then yeah. coming back strong with a movie with Feature people film. known known people. That's interesting. Yeah. I'll have to check yeah. that out. Yeah, we'll see. You know, but yeah. But definitely, like, yeah, but I think I agree. The hindrance, yeah, like, it could have it worked outside of, I don't know. I mean, I like this one a lot. This 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 was the surprise yeah. of, of the week. Absolutely. I'm, I'm kind of excited to dip more. I'm, I'm oh, yeah. happy when we, when, we, when we revisit after-school specials again. Definitely. I think it'll be a little bit before we come I back. I think so. Because it's hard to talk about them too much. Um, but, you know, maybe we can even do more than three and, like, hey, talk about less. less rapid less. fire. Yeah, and do, like, five or something. I'm, like, I'm, just, like. Do ten minutes each or something. I'm down for that. Yeah, but um, all right. Thank you for joining in for another episode of Small Screen Cinema. Uh, we're happy that you're continue listening to us. Um, we hope you continue uh, to listen, listen, <laughs> join in on our conversation on our group or Small Screen yeah. Cinema at Facebook. Um, you can find us at Small Screen Cinema at dot podbean dot com mm-hmm. uh you can e- send us an email at small screen cinema pod at gmail.com any 
uh, voice messages or emails will be read if you prefer, if you'd like them to. If not, yeah. just specify that you'd rather it not be. We'd be happy just to hear from you and kind of talk to you in private. Yeah. Um, if you have any suggestions at all, the board is a great is a great way of getting out. Um, you know, you can throw a nice photo of there and tell us like, hey guys, you know. Yeah. Be smart. Do this movie, and yeah. we'll probably do it. Yeah. We'll see you in two weeks. Until then, uh, join us in on the conversation. The group will be there. Mm-hmm.